Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe, Daddy. These Black Lives Matter protests on TV. Why is everyone so upset? There are many reasons why. Part of the answer is to go back 300 years to a time when, to many European people, Black Lives really didn't matter. The evils of that time helps explain why some people feel the world is still not fair. And that means looking at the transatlantic slave trade. Slavery had existed for thousands of years. The Romans built their society on slaves. We learned about that in our Roman Empire episode. Around a thousand years ago, slavery had mostly died out in Europe. But 500 years ago, Europe discovered and started colonising the New World. We learned about that in our Columbus episode and in our Jamestown episode. The Spanish and Portuguese needed people to dig up South American gold. The British and French needed people to work the sugar plantations of the West Indies. And in North America, they needed people to work the tobacco and the cotton plantations. Hold on, what's a plantation? It's a type of farm. The European countries realized I got an idea. that the cheapest way to get the work done was with slaves. Where could you get slaves from? Because you said there wasn't any more slavery in Europe. The Europeans got millions of slaves from Africa and took them to the Americas. Oh no! Traders would sail from Europe to West Africa carrying goods with them. They would trade those goods for African slaves. They would take the slaves to the Americas where they would work on the plantations to make goods. Those goods would be taken back to Europe to be sold and the cycle would start again. This was called the Transatlantic Slave Triangle because the ships sailed in a giant triangle from Europe to Africa to the Americas and then back to Europe again. I bet a lot of European people got very rich from it. Ellie, they really did. People like Edward Colston from Bristol got hugely wealthy from the slave trade. But for millions of Africans, it was horrible. And that's why, in these Black Lives Matters protests, some people in Bristol decided to tear down the statue of the rich slaver Edward Coulston. Let's start our triangle story in Africa. There had always been successful countries in Africa, like the Kingdom of Benin. However, by around 300 years ago, the Europeans were more powerful because they had sailing ships and guns. <laughs> The Europeans built forts along the African coast. Then Africans would capture other Africans and sell them to the Europeans in slave markets. Why did the Africans do that? Mostly, they would sell people they had captured in battle. But often the wars were only to capture slaves to sell to Europeans. Here's what one captain of a slave ship said. I really believe that most wars in Africa would stop if the Europeans would stop tempting them by offering to sell them goods. The slaves would be marched 
long distances to the coast where they would be sold for guns, clothing or alcohol. Some African nations like Dahomey got very rich and powerful from the slave trade. Other African nations like Congo refused to get involved. The slaves would be stripped naked and inspected by the captain to make sure they were healthy. Then they would be squashed onto ships. The more slaves you could put on a ship, the more money the ship owners made. The slaves had chains on their legs to stop them running away. The women and children were separated from the men. The ship stank because it was impossible to keep clean or to go to the toilet properly and it was very hot. There wasn't enough fresh air. The journey to the Americas took about two months. It was called the Middle Passage. I'm sure that many slaves died on the way from disease. <coughs> One of those ports was in Benin and it was called Widar and from there, probably between 1680 and 1700, was taken to the British West Indies as a slave. Your great 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 a lot grandfather. So our ancestors were slaves? Some of them, yes. Boo-hoo! Poor them. Once the slaves arrived in the Americas, they were split from their families and were sold to their new owners. All their old customs and languages were ignored. So the owners wanted the slaves to forget their old lives. Then the slaves were forced to work. Most of their jobs were working in the plantation. Like your great-great-great-great-grandmother. Mercy Phyllis, who worked as a field slave on a British West Indies sugar plantation. Slave owners were constantly worried that the slaves would rebel or run away, so they made it difficult for them by branding them, which means burning them with hot iron with the names of their owner. Ouch! And brutally punished them for even simple mistakes. The slave owners realised that they had to justify what they were doing to other human beings. So they started to argue that Africans were less human than Europeans. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That is just wrong. Back in places like Britain, some people got very rich from slavery. Cities like Liverpool and Bristol were built off the money from the slave trade. Often though, people would spend the money they made from slavery in other areas. And one of the reasons that Britain and other European countries got so rich in this period was because they invested the money from slavery in things like canals, roads and universities which made the country even richer. So for example, Edward Colston from Bristol, who we met earlier on, was a slave trader at exactly the same time as our ancestors were taken from Africa to the West Indies. And with the money that he made from the evils of slavery, he built hospitals, schools, churches and homes for the poor. So he built good things, Hooray! using the money from bad things. Oh! I don't know how I feel about that. So many of the beautiful buildings that we see today were built with the money from slavery. Well, Sophie, while I have told you the story of your ancestors who were slaves, I have not told you the story of one of your other great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers, James Thomas. He was a European and he had his own plantation in the early 1800s. Wait, a European with his own plantation? But, but... That would mean that he was a slave owner, not a slave. What? I'm a bad boy. Yes, 
We are a mix. A mix of slave and slave owner. A mix of black and white. For us, we try and remember the words of Martin Luther King. He said that we should judge people by who they are and not the colour of their skin. How did slavery stop? Eventually, people realised that the slave trade and slavery were barbaric, and it was banned. That would be another great podcast episode. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Mm-hmm.